0: Hey everyone, it's Jay here. I just wanted to interrupt you before you listen to the episode and say that first of all, we'd like to thank the amazing Georgie, aka Chapsketch, for working with Squidge to create the featured image for the entire Cupboard of Shame series. You should take a look at your podcatcher right now. Seriously, it's amazing. Go check it out. I think you'll agree that it's an amazing piece and that you should definitely check out Georgie's work. There will be links in the show notes appearing in your podcatcher and on the website, i.e. over at wafflingtailers.rocks, where you can find out more and even perhaps commission a piece. I don't know. Tell tell Georgie that we sent you and she'll know where the works come from because Georgie's ace. Anyway, I'm going to let you listen to the show now. Catch you later. Now I've got your attention, before the spiel of the intro stuff goes on, I just want to mention, this show contains swears, so please be aware, if there are little ones around, there are going to be swears. I can't tell you how bad they're going to be, but the most egregious ones will be bleeped. Enjoy the show! With the invention of the War with Jay series, I thought I might throw my hat into creating a segment. I decided to go with a topic that is a demon of my own creation. The Cupboard of Shame. I know that time and effort are needed to make any game. I am in no way saying each game is bad or indeed shameful. Just out of the ordinary for me to have purchased them. I'll be able to cover one game in each segment, giving the reasons for not only buying it, but how much playtime I gave the game in question. Best just to say that I'm going to give this a go and see where it leads. So with that in mind... Cue the intro please. and welcome to Cupboard of Shame. This is Squidge from Waffling Tailors. Um, this is a two-player podcast, part of the Waffling Tailors niche, whatever the hell you want to call it. But before I get my guest to introduce himself, because the hell with me trying to remember everything he's been on, I will give you a brief rundown of the show, because some people might get confused, and they have done when asking me before. The name Cupboard of Shame is a namesake only. I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying games are shameful. There are exceptions, obviously, of course. But it's more a case of someone I talk to people who bring a game to put in the cupboard of shame that isn't in their normal wheelhouse of playing games. Prime example. If you have a friend that plays first-person shooters, I Call of Duty battlefield, and you went round to the house and they were playing Hello Kitty Roller rink. Some people some other people might be asked questions. I'd rather sit down and go, so why'd you play this? Is a bit of a guilty pleasure. What caught your attention for it, whereas other people might go, "What the f- are you playing that for?" So I take a bit more of the high ground before I ask, "What the hell you're playing that for?" So that's essentially <laughs> that's essentially the idea behind cupboard of Shame. And so far, I have got people to to rethink the games that they have had. I've I've not yet had one game chucked in there that nobody ever wants to play again, which is weird. I don't know if it's just me, or anyway. I'll say it's me, why not? So, with me today is a guest, and he can add this onto another podcast he's been on, because he seems to collect all of the podcasts.
1: Um, I'll let him introduce himself. Go right ahead, sir. Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. Andrew Dickinson, and this is the 4,563rd podcast that I've been on. Um, <laughs> 64th. Sorry, yes. 64th. That's I've correct. been counting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, and uh I am um, what what do I do? So um I started off by doing Dreamcast Years, um following my Dreamcast Year 1 book. So that's a podcast, uh, another one that I do about um the golden years of gaming, uh, which keep expanding, ever expanding. Um, I also, uh, I'm also part of the team of the Dreamcast Junkyard, so I I kind of uh, host and appear on the Dream Pod and write the occasional article for them. And then my main thing at the moment is um, Lost in Cult, so I'm the editor in chief of Lock On Gaming Journal, and I've just recently gotten myself a full time job there as the production director. So yeah, that's that's what I do.
0: I mean, congrats for the. Um... <laughs> the new job title
1: but you seem to collect them like skittles i i do You're you're a big fan of collecting them i do like it's like collecting podcasts isn't it i just i'm just a collecting fan just anything that i can collect i will um this one's a bit different at least like i i've i've collected titles before but this one's like an actual job um i've i literally i handed in my notice at work yesterday so i can do this full time Ah. um they've not actually replied to me yet (laughs) It's been over 24 hours, and nobody's actually <laughs> acknowledged that I've handed my notice in. So I'm hoping that when I when I don't turn up in April, they won't just like call me and go, where are you? Uh, we'll see. We'll see
0: what happens. Where are you? I'm sorry, you have to make an appointment to ring me. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> exactly. I'm a busy person, how dare you? Yeah.
1: Very true. Very true. Very busy. Yeah. Lots going on.
0: <laughs> right, so I'm a professional, I swear. So... Onto the first question. Mm. What indeed are you here to put into the cupboard of shame? Ooh. What is the game you want to yeet in there?
1: See, I find this difficult because I, I have a love for all games, even if they're absolutely terrible. And I think there, there's been some games that I probably would have very willingly thrown in here, but I haven't played enough of them to feel like it would be a warranted discussion. And I can certainly mention those titles if you'd like me to. And that's a question further down the line. I can't <laughs> recall. Um, Leave it for another time, I think. Okay, uh, but the, <laughs> that big list you've got, leave it for another time. <laughs> I mean, there's one in my mind that I would never want to play again in my life, but I only gave it an hour of my time, so it, it doesn't feel like it's worth bringing up here. But the, the game that is uh, covered of shame worthy for me is one that it didn't review particularly well, and uh, but I liked it as a guilty pleasure game, and that is um, that's Kane and Lynch Two Dog Days. Ah. See, I
0: didn't get the full. Well, when I did a little bit of research earlier, I didn't get the full title. I just got yeah. *Killer Lynch 2*. What console they were on and when it was released. So,
1: <laughs> well, there you go. I think both of the both the games have subtitles. I think. I think the first one's something like *Dead Men*, and then the second one's *Dog Days*. So yeah.
0: Then the third one, *Dead Men Walking*, in the *Doghouse*. make a third one? It's uh, been a while. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, it, it did come out quite a while ago. It came out, um, it was August 17th, way back in the day of, I want to say, 2009, 2010? 2010, must have been.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, 2010. Yeah, that sounds right.
0: I'm a professional, honest. It does yeah. say 2010. <laughs> yeah, it's in my notes. I've got more notes about other things that I played during the time than the release date of this. <laughs> Professional Woo! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, I'll be honest i this one didn't didn't hit my radar because I was playing a game that came out a year before, which was borderlands mm-hmm. and I was when this came out, the announcement of the fourth d l c came out, so I was just all consumed about that, yeah. so this game flew by me completely um so I know nothing about it. So this should be fun. Yeah. Um. Okay. So now we know what you want to eat into the cupboard of shame. Yeah. Oh yeah. This this is you're in for an experience. Um. What lured you into getting this game? And what sort? What originally? What format did you get it on?
1: So I'm trying to think now. So I I never played the original and it's by um io interactive or io io io, where, io interactive uh who make hitman um and uh, my friend steve who's also a member of uh dreamcast years who you've spoken to of course when you came on with us mm. um he is a huge hitman fan and therefore a huge io interactive fan so when the first and lynch came out he like he got it and played it and like really liked it what it was and and then he got Cain Lynch 2 and I saw him play it and it was like the art style of it is absolutely incredible uh so the first one is like a proper generic it's a generic looking ps3 xbox 360 third person shooter like it's really you know it's it's a it's a decent enough game I've never played it but it's from what I see it's a decent enough game but the second one, they completely changed it. So uh, the, the visual style of it's all like it's set in uh, Shanghai for the majority of the time and it's like proper, mostly at night, all neon lights and stuff and um, the uh, the camera is made to look like some kind of old uh, like camcorder effects so there's like digital artifacts coming up on the screen and um and it bounces around like somebody's holding it and running after you and uh when when you shoot people it blurs their faces out almost like it's on some kind of weird tv show that you're not meant to be watching it's 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 an incredible art site. it looks amazing and uh, that kind of caught my eye um, and then I ended up playing it and I, I played it on my own and I also played it in co-op. And it just kind of took me by surprise that a very generic third person shooter could actually be quite enjoyable um, and almost film like as well. It felt a lot like a film. So I was, yeah, I think that's what drew me in originally. Hmm. So I, I remember, uh, I
0: remember Steve, because when I was on the episode where you guys were inv- invited on, I was. I had names such as like psychopath and masochist put wrote, yeah, wrote down as I was yeah. telling about uh, playing. Yeah, blue blue stingers for hours. Blue stinger, which I have played, and no, the hell with it. I can't do that without a guide. No, it just it infuriates me. I nearly threw the one only Dreamcast pad I've got left through the window. But moving on. Um, <laughs> from the way you described it, it kind of sounds like an episode of the American TV show Cops, but gone mad.
1: I guess, yeah, a little bit. Uh, and there's not really any cops in sight. It's sort of, these aren't cops, these are just two guys
0: with guns. Just follow them. <laughs> and and you've got one poor sword following them following around with a
1: camcorder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dodging bullets.
0: <laughs> get the shot, I'll get a shot, get the shot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like cops if made by some really sadistic person, like you. <laughs> <laughs> just to bring it full circle. I'm joking, I'm joking. Shots fired. Uh, I'm gonna agree.
0: I'm just gonna agree. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna fight that one. Uh, plug for that episode. I, I sounded quite mad. Well, nuts. Well, no, I I sounded. What's the phrase? Uh, psychopathic in that okay. particular episode. It was um, fun, though. It
1: was fun. <laughs> so
0: yeah, but I also got a person I'd never met thinking I was a psychopath. I call that a win. Uh, not bothered.
1: I call it a win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, t- to be fair, I think I think Steve does label a lot of people a psychopath, so you just... its not, Maybe it's just something in Steve. Oh, I don't feel special now. Oh, damn it. All right, he doesn't say anybody's a psychopath. You're the only person.
0: <laughs> Yay! I can live with that. Okay, so... Seeing as though I haven't played it, could you give me a rough overview of, like, the story the game's over 10 years old now the
1: hell with the help of the spoiler warning yeah it's it's a weird one as well i mean so okay so there's there is a story but it's it's very vague and it's not re- like so that i can't remember exactly what happens in the first game but that kind of sets up these two characters so there's Kane and, and Lynch as you'd imagine um which i think it's um what is it Adam Kane Marcus and James Seth Lynch and they're basically two, like, con men, uh, kind of thugs for hire, almost. Like, they're, they're doing um, they're, they're doing bad things. They're doing criminal things for money. Uh, and they want to make lots of money. And that's that's basically, that's all they do. Um, one of them pops a lot of pills. Um, I think that's, I can't which one is which, but the one the one with the full head of hair pops a lot of pills. The one who has, like, a weird mullet with no hair on top. Um, I can't which is which again, but he, he kind of is just, he is proper psychopathic. Um... And the other one takes pills to stop him from being totally psychopath. Anyway, it's it's weird. Um, so they're basically in Shanghai to do some kind of deal uh, with uh, like the, the triad or whatever the kind of Chinese mafia are called, and it all goes a bit wrong. Uh, and they end up kind of like going all over Shanghai trying to uh, get themselves out of trouble. Um, and get what they came for, which is just a, a shitload of money, basically, uh, as much as they can possibly get away with. Uh, there's some mention here and there of like people that they're doing it for. Like, I think one of them has a wife that he mentions from time to time, and otherwise it has a daughter that he occasionally mentions. But really, the main thing is you're just shooting a lot of people, and that's the main story, is just shoot as many people as you possibly can.
0: Just anything that moves. Anything that moves. Anything yeah. that moves. Exactly. Yeah, yeah anything that moves. Doesn't matter if it looks at you funny, if there's a cat
1: yeah you know someone
0: someone go to buy papers it doesn't matter anything that moves shoot it exactly
1: yeah yeah there you go good lord yeah but it is proper it's proper psychological it It,
0: it, it kind of sounds like a good game where if you're really pissed off you just jump in mm-hmm. you know on, on the uh just shoot the premise of, of that's a bad guy okay <laughs> fine i'll shoot them i guess <laughs> does the game say it's a bad guy yes well i'm shooting him in the face
1: does it say they're a good guy i'll still shoot him in the face i mean that's what most people do in open world games right
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you're playing the role of a psychopath why not get right into
1: it yeah yeah see if you're doing in real life don't do it in real life <laughs> i'm fairly sure you can shoot innocent people in it i can't i i, I it's a, i haven't played it in a while i did buy the pc version today after looking into it again Mm. because i'm like i think i have it on it's either the xbox 360 or the ps3 i may have it on both um Mm. but like uh the pc version will obviously run better so i was like i want to play this again so i'm going to get it on pc um but yeah it's uh it's 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 interesting it's an interesting game um in the fact that it has all these you know the the psychological aspects the fact that they um you know, they have these mental illnesses, of, essentially, that they're having to deal with at the same time as being horrific, horrific criminals with no redeeming mm. qualities whatsoever. Um, apart from having maybe a daughter and maybe a wife that you never see. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, it's it, but it's yeah, it's it's an incredibly it's an incredibly uh, it's weird. It, it's a by the numbers game, but it does something different. So that's always fun. Mm. Yeah,
0: with the fact that they've they've got they've got problems, the popping pills, they've got weaponry, and they're unsupervised. Anything could happen. Exactly. Really. Absolutely anything. Yeah. Okay, let's jump straight into
1: it. What's bad about this game? What's bad about this game? all right well, I mean it reviewed horrifically when it came out it was it was like lambasted as being just this generic um third person shooter that d- really didn't make any effort. It was almost a step back in some regards to what had come uh recently like Gears of War and all those kind of third person shooters that have done things like cover mechanics and all this kind of stuff and Kane and Lynch is very much a straightforward. You run. I think there is some light cover mechanics in it, but you run and you you shoot at people. And as far as I'm aware, there wasn't even a grenade button, so you didn't have the option to throw grenades at people. It's literally just guns. Um, and occasionally, I think you punch people in the face if you get too close to them. Um, so it was it was just super generic. It came out at a time when these kind of games were kind of what's the word for it that they were they were changing and evolving and came almost and a dime a dozen, huh? They're almost like a dime a dozen yeah, exactly. like games back then. And in, and in order to stand out, you had to do something completely different gameplay-wise. Otherwise, you were just playing the same game that you played a million times before. And um, hmm. and a lot of people also saw it as style over substance. So the stuff that I was talking about before, like the the, the weird camera and the being drenched in neon and all that kind of stuff, they just saw it almost as like a a way of distracting you from the fact that it was just a very plain generic shooter um and they and they just saw it as you know it's it is very stylish but it's it's all style no substance so therefore it's just it's crap therefore um so that is why it's yeah. a, that's why it's a bad game and and I agree to some degree you know it is very generic it is it, it does have a lot of style over over substance I I do get that so you know and uh, I can understand why it reviewed badly for sure Mm. Sort of a case of you know a bad game. You can wrap it in tinsel, but it's still a bad game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> rolling glitter, it's still going to be a bad game. Yeah. yeah, so like like rolling a dog poo in glitter, right? You know, it's still dog poo under all of the glitter. It's <laughs> I'm not going to go there, but fair enough. That's why I
0: mentioned this is. That's why I mentioned tinsel. But you know, if you want to go there, bring the tone down, set the bar
1: low. I, always, that's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs>
0: set the bar low we're going to we're going to tank it'll be fine it's supposed to be we can go higher but we're going to tank okay just cool. set that expectation yeah you know? so was it just sort of like that like style over substance was there is it just and cuz i know it reviewed badly it said it reviewed mm. badly was it just was was the game like the mechanics of it was it just too cookie cutter same as with just two psychopaths playing the said summit occasionally and then end credits
1: i mean was it just... yeah it's uh, the thing is, so it, it it was, it is all those things. But the thing is, it's made by a company who made Hitman, so they know gunplay, they know stealth mechanics, they know all of these things. They they're very good at them. But they were instead of you know, it wasn't very stealthy game. You were running and gunning the majority of the time, so they were kind of going away from the Hitman roots with that. Um, but the gunplay was still great. You know, it, yeah, sure, it's like a lot of games do this, but it felt good to shoot the gun. You felt like you were. You know, it's horrible because we you, you never want to think about you know yourself shooting guns at people and how that's going to feel and how it feels great <laughs> to shoot a gun and kill somebody um, <laughs> in real life, but in a game, in a game only, in a game, in a game only. only. Don't yeah. do it in real life. Not in real life. No, please don't. I mean, not that you can get guns really in the UK very easily, but uh, if even if you can, don't. Pay guns. Yeah, but that's a, you're just going to leave somebody with a bruise and yeah. Mm. Not going to kill him. Oh, well,
0: if you shoot them in the toe, they fall over and then you run away. You don't get caught. It's true. Not when steel toe cap boots. Not only do they have funky coloured trainers, but they've got a big toe injury in the catch you. That's
1: true. That's true.
0: I'm not enabling anyone to shoot someone in the toe with a paintball gun. By the way, I'm just saying it's possible.
1: Okay, that's fine. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> weirdly we got a leaflet through the door the other day for a gun range that is, is open in our town and we can go and shoot guns at a gun range and i was like is that legal in the uk i was like and why am i getting a leaflet through the door about it it's like a weird a yeah weird why thing. is it you and not me <laughs> what the hell's going on um, i thought that would be the kind of thing i get through
0: the door yeah but the kind of things i get through the door right is um where are you gonna live when you're 60 sell your home i don't own my home why are you asking me i'd sell it if
1: i could get away with it but
0: i'm not that old
1: <laughs> i remember sending me
0: stuff for retirement villages i'm not yeah, that
1: old i get those through sometimes as well though i'm getting on a bit but like not that old but if we, when we first bought this house within a few months of buying it we had things through the door saying wanting to sell your house I was like, i've just bought it i don't want to sell it already like give me a chance like <laughs> let me live here for a while yeah. <laughs>
0: You know what? The front room. I don't like the painting. Let's just sell the house. It's been fo- it's been spoiled. You know, it's not having that. The green paint in the front room was a bad idea. Let's just move. I've had enough. <laughs>
1: oh dear. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, but the, the the gunplay is great. I like it's it's solid. It's fun to do, and I think for me as well, what makes it so people say the whole style over substance thing. Sometimes style is great. Like sometimes you need that. Sometimes it's nice mm. to differentiate differentiate yourselves with with how you present yourself. And at the time, especially, you know, like you said, it was there were a dime a dozen these kind of shooters. But not only that, but they it was the time in gaming when everything was brown and grey. Like you'd have gears of war which ratio, like, yeah yeah it's all just it's just so boring and to have all of a sudden this game that comes in and it's all bright like pinks and you know neon blues and all this kind of stuff it was really nicely done um it gets a bit brown and gray later on when you leave shanghai but you know by that point you you kind of used to the gunplay and you're enjoying it still and um, and also just the way that they use the camera as like you know as part of the gameplay almost the fact that it bounces around like somebody is actually holding it the fact that it's um you know it has these artifacts on it as if it's like a camcorder from back in the 90s or something that you know somebody's filming with um and even even like i mentioned like the blurring of people's faces when you do a headshot or whatever it kind of gives it that like it gives it almost a, a video nasty kind of quality to it and uh, yeah, the, the, the game by by its nature is visceral but headshots are censored yeah which is weird but it's (laughs) it's very strange but it gives it an almost manhunter kind of feel to it in the fact that it feels like that Mm. video nasty that you really shouldn't be playing but you can't help yourself from playing because it's it's kind of fun to run around shooting people um in the game not in real life and um you know (laughs) (laughs) good. good fun
0: I was I was wondering eventually when the word manhunt was gonna prop up. I don't think it's ever come up ever in a waffling tailors oh, episode. Really? Ever.
1: There you go. No,
0: never. Yeah. So there's a first read everything. There um that was that was a strange game. The stealth mechanics on that were a bit janky. A mm. bit is an understatement.
1: Yeah. Um it's an interesting game though like steve talked about it on dreamcast years and there's the whole if you had it on the ps2 there's the whole mechanic where if you wore a headset the guy would actually speak into your ear like the the guy who was controlling everything and that was like freaking i don't think they brought yeah. that over to any other version of it so all you it's only if you could play the ps2 version and it's really interesting that they did that um yeah manhunter is a good mm-hmm. game i liked I, I liked it yeah it's a bit janky but it's good and manhunter too even manhunter manhunt 2 <laughs> isn't bad either so manhunt <laughs> i'm just coming up with new games Man- <laughs> manhunter is a completely different thing <laughs> is that like like leisure suit like leisure suit larry but for for women it's manhunter
0: it's a it's uh it's a Sean cbs that shows after midnight anyway i've never watched it but moving on. <laughs> so, sort of like the story of it, was that a bit generic as well? Was it just like a heist gone wrong? Was it like a revenge thing? What was what was like the... Yeah, it was... Like the, the overall feel of it, was it just a bit sort of, oh, these are just two pissed off guys with guns. Let's get back what we're owed, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, it that was... Kind of th- it, it was fairly generic. It it literally was. that They were going on some kind of job in Shanghai, and the the plan goes wrong essentially. And then they have to, um, I, I think, something really bad happens, and they end up being like uh, accused of something, or they have to pay somebody back for something that's you know, you know, like your typical kind of drug kind of. If you watch a TV show about crime, and there's like a drug thing happening and two sides, mm. the two gangs meet to hand over the drugs and one gang shoots the other and runs off with the drugs and then somebody owes money to somebody else and so it's kind of like that. Um but the story doesn't play I mean the story gets you from place to place within the game, but it's really threadbare. So you know you, you get introduced to like you know maybe a mob boss who you have to go and meet and and you know kill a load of people to get to or, you know, you have to go and save somebody I think his girlfriend Crops up who lives in Shanghai, and they have to go save her, and uh, you end end up having to like get the money that you came for in the first place, and then escape Shanghai. So it's it's pretty threadbare, but it's yeah, it's it's. It's enough to keep you going throughout. Like, you don't need the story in this kind of game. You just want an excuse to go to the next place to shoot more people in the head. Um, And that gives you, this (laughs) gives you enough that you're like, okay, yeah, I get why I'm going here. So I'm going to go here now, shoot all these people in the head, and then we'll move on to this place where I can shoot more people in the head. So it's, you know, it, it works well enough for that, yeah.
0: It it kind of sounds. The story sounds very similar to GTA
1: Vice City, but without the pastel colours. Yes, neon instead of pastel. Yeah, there you go.
0: Yes, very very neon and without an without an apparent American Italian dude just hailing abuse and then saying, "Go get this done." Well, you know, and then you get some weird text and and then there's some other people and you can run people over and do. Wacky stunts on bikes. I'm getting really sidetracked here.
1: Vice City is a very good game. I want to go Vice. I want to go on Vice City now. I know. There's the, Well, there's the new versions, right? But have they have, have they have they fixed those enough that they're playable? <laughs> I don't know. they were not playable to begin with. Do you see the
0: graphics on them? I'm not one for graphics, but you know, you can't get like a skin and then just get a smoother tool from Microsoft Paint and go. Oh,
1: right. <laughs> Do you remember there was a, a garage that had, like, a giant nut on the roof? Like a, you know, like a nuts and bolts, a nut. And so it had that. Oh, yeah, the smoothed it. They smoothed it so it was round. And it was like, why? That's, that's not what you do. It's that's terrible. a donut. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a metallic donut.
1: What exactly. the hell? It was bad. And the rain, my God, the rain was just, like, one texture. So it was, like, it looked horrific. Ugh, yeah. They did a bad job. I, I, I liked...
0: I like watching uh, just the little clips of someone saying. So I'm playing this new game, and they sort of stood there, and out of nowhere, they just get yeeted into the air. <laughs> <laughs> just boing, or a car just starts bouncing, mm. or is upside down helicopter floating down the street. I love seeing that. Uh, I've I've got Vice City in the original Xbox, and that's why I play it on. Oh, okay. So I don't need a remaster. So and that's the that's hell they're trying to get it going with PC. That's a nightmare. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: if you have I think San Andreas is on um, Game Pass and I think Vice City is on PS Now but who subscribes to PS Now I don't think anybody does at this point so
0: mm. I don't even know what it is
1: oh okay <laughs> there you go there's a lot doesn't it yeah it does.
0: <laughs> I know what Game Pass is PS Now <laughs> not a
1: clue no idea <laughs>
0: probably already mentioned this but for the sake of plot of the podcast mm-hmm. um despite all the bad things that you've said and we've just riffed on yeah. um are there any major redeeming
1: features or is it just sort of lost to time i think for a lot of people there maybe isn't like it is it is a generic shooter and, and unless you really want that neon soaked um video nasty feel then it's not going to be one that you're just going to automatically pick up um but for me there are redeeming features it it even though it's one of a dime a dozen three third person three i was gonna say three person shooters and i'm like that's a completely different thing even though it's one of a dime a dozen (laughs) third person shooters it is um three people one pad yeah. No, don't go there. Don't type that into Google. That's not going to come out well.
0: Just, I'll, huddle around one pad trying to shoot something and dive at the same time. You know. I'm, I'm thinking
1: of something completely different. It. That, uh, that that could be.
0: Yeah, I was, I was trying to keep it PG, and you're the one that load the tone again. Always, always, not me. Always.
1: <laughs> you told me I could swear at the beginning of this, and then I proceeded to list all the swear words yeah. on you. So you know, it's just what I do.
0: Yeah, I, I said you could swear. I said nothing about in the tone.
1: Shortly, swearing is lowering the tone. I knew you were going to. <laughs> it's just what I do. Um, <laughs> I've forgotten what we were talking about now. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> redeeming features, <laughs> redeeming features. Um,
0: so God, there, there is a plot on this. There is a script. You're not reading it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's it, it's a although it's a generic third person shooter. It's a very good one. It, it works well. You know, mechanically, it feels good to shoot people in the face. Um so it's it's just a really good it's a really good game and it's incredibly cheap now as well. So at the time maybe the re- the redeeming factor would be less because you were having to pay 30 40 quid for this game and it's really difficult mm. to justify you know telling somebody hey this is a good game go spend 30 40 quid on it it's difficult to say to somebody when actually it's fairly generic but now to say to somebody you know it's less than 10 pounds you know, often i bought it say on the pc for one pound 46 so you know how, how the mighty have fallen yeah it's incredibly cheap <laughs> so depending where you look for it you can get it for for next to nothing i think if you get it on console it's probably still towards the eight pound mark but um yeah it's 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 good for the price that you can pay for it now it is a worthwhile experience to have uh and and the co-op is great so that's another thing that i think is even more important today than it was back then is having that co-op experience uh with somebody mm. It's, it's a lot of fun and it adds to the story in a way because although the, the story's threadbare, if you're playing through it with a friend and you're coming across these scenarios together where you're shooting people in the head, you, you can create your own story and, and <laughs> jokes and stuff throughout. So I, I think that as well is a redeeming quality. It has that co-op feature as well. I will say there's,
0: there's now a phrase in my life which I never knew I needed up until when you said it, which was neon video nasty. Yes. I didn't realise how much I needed that in my life. I don't want to think about it, but it's in my life now. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to try and use it for some sort of good, if I can. I'm just imagining sort of like the first Evil Dead, but everyone wearing those Kanye West neon shades. Oh wow! Yeah, all the way uh, through.
1: Yeah, or, or Chucky. Yeah. Now there's the, an image the Chucky for you. Films with, uh, with where where Chucky has like I don't know neon hair. I don't know something old. His, his his hair is just like fluorescent tubes that <laughs> yeah. during the scene
0: that just shimmer different colours. There you go. <laughs> God, this is getting weird. <laughs> We've not been taking drugs, oh, honest, it, does, it never it it never goes <laughs> to plan. No, 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 no. It's just pure lack of sleep. Honest, it's it's just too much adrenaline and lack of sleep. That's all
1: it is. And a bit of wine on uh, my part.
0: <laughs> well, on your part, I'm I'm just trying to hop myself on energy drinks, which isn't working. Or it could be the jury's out yet. Yeah um send your tweets in is the uh the energy drinks working anyway (laughs) so on to the next question while i can still read um so i'm guessing when you played it you played to completion you know the story you Mm -hmm. went through i'm guessing whatever difficulty it was so you played it through right Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i finished it for sure i think i finished it and i think i played through a little bit more i can't remember if i finished it in co-op or if i finished it solo and then played either played a bit solo and and the whole thing co-op or a bit co-op and the whole thing solo i can't remember which way around it was the drugs were very potent back then they were um
0: (laughs) you just played it again just for the love of shooting people in the face i I think we get that i'm gonna have a little a little ding for every time you say that i think just for a laugh (laughs) um so with with you playing it with either with a friend or by yourself was there any sort of major exploits in the game, you could use, or you did use, or was there any sort of, apart from running up and shooting people in the face? Was there any sort of major cheese tactics that worked every time? Again, apart from shooting people in the face, I know you're going to say it. You might as well.
1: I mean, that's the that's the main thing. I mean, no, there, there there's no there's no t- there wasn't really any cheesing as such. I think cheesing it was doing co-op because you could work together and you could uh you know you could get around more difficult situations together but the the game itself didn't really have anything that would allow you. i mean it was it was fairly and it wasn't a really a a stupidly hard game you think of hard games and you think of like dark souls or you know now elden ring which has come out um It's not like that at all. It's not that kind of hard game, but it, it presents some difficult scenarios where you've got like multiple people that are trying to shoot you in the face, and uh, you need to shoot them in the face instead. And uh, you know sometimes that's difficult when you're on your own. Like there's, I think there, if I remember rightly, there was a you're in this street in Shanghai that's kind of got all these shops along it. It's like a pedestrianised street, and it's the mm. uh, the Shanghai SWAT team, the Chinese SWAT team, is is wanting to get you, and you need to get over to the other side of the street uh, like down the street but they're there the the SWAT team are there so you have to like weave in and out of these shops um on the street and take out the SWAT team as you go in order to get to the end of the street to get to the next place that you need to go to um you, there's no way around it you can't bypass them because otherwise the game would be boring right um so you have to do that and I found that incredibly difficult on my own um but I found it much easier with a friend so I, I think almost the co-op is cheating it. the co-op is making it easier um, uh, but there are difficulty levels, so I guess if we'd have put the difficulty up as a co-op team, we could have done it. But uh, we could, it could have been harder. Sorry. Um, so yeah, that's the only thing. Really, there's no exploits that I that I used or anything like that. It was just using a friend. And to be fair, my friend was much better at shooters than I was, so I was just letting them carry me while I just kind of occasionally off somebody every now and again, and the other person be like going off with like proper tactical shooting them. So yeah, that's how I cheated. I just got somebody who's better at games than me. Uh, <laughs> That's how we yeah. got through it. You found a friend who was who was better at shooting people in the face. Obviously. Exactly. You just do it as a
0: hobby. Yeah. You know, for them, it's a way of life in games. You know. Yeah. Exactly. You can't shoot people in the face in this game. Give me twenty minutes. I'll find a way. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's definitely sections where you can't just Leroy Jenkins it. No, not that I can. Not that I can recall without being blown into Swiss cheese.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, somebody's always looking to. Somebody's always looking to put holes into you. So yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's more of self-defense. You've got to shoot them before they shoot you. It's 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 a game about self-defense. You didn't do a job. You're framed. Yeah. You know, people are just trying to shoot you so you kill them before they kill you.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I, there there is a lot of occasions where that probably isn't the case at all. <laughs> you're really just taking people out of the hell of it. But yeah, sure sure we'll go with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not Cain and Lynch dog days. It's Cain and Lynch self-defense, honestly, judge. Honestly, it was self-defense. <laughs> they looked at me weird i felt threatened yeah
1: exactly uh it's <laughs> uh, i keep remembering stuff like i'm remembering that um this the street uh, the street scene that I was talking about and there's all these shops and there's like a dvd shop and um uh, or a game shop sorry it's a game shop and they had like obviously it's square enix who are the publisher of it and they'd have like square enix games yeah. on the shelves so at the time there was stuff like do you remember the game mini ninjas there was a Mini Ninjas was on the shelf and then you had the, the Hitman games on the shelf as well. So all these different games you had and some made-up ones as well in between. Um, but an interesting factoid is, so Canaan Lynch 1, Kane and Lynch 2, there's never been a Canaan Lynch 3, right? Um, and I don't think there will be one, unfortunately. But in Hitman Absolution, which I think was in 2012, um, you there's a level where you go into a prison and you have to go through the prison and you actually see... It's either Kane or Lynch. I can't. I don't think it's both. But you see one of them in a prison cell, and you get like a little bit of story. So it's almost like you get uh, some extra story about what happened to Kane and Lynch after Kane and Lynch two in Hitman Absolution, which is kind of cool. So yeah. See if that was me, uh, I'd make it an extra
0: mission in Hitman Absolution to shoot him in the face, but I mean, just as brackets next to it for all time's sake. For all time's sake. Yeah, for all yeah, time's, yeah, time's sake, just shoot him in the face. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah, I didn't know that I'm I'm not a fan of Hitman games. I can if I'm told there's your target, do what you like. I'll walk up to him and just shoot him. It's not yeah. exactly stealthy, and I'll get the worst outcome possible. I'll just walk up, bang, right, I'm off.
1: Well, you see, in that case, Hitman, Abs- Hitman Absolution is probably the game you want to play because that was the most um, straightforward a Hitman game has been. It was, like, proper... It still had the little sandboxy bits, but it was more straightforward levels where you had a, t- had a target and you had to get to them and kill them, Um and there was a lot of people to kill in between um there's a whole scene where you're in a cornfield with a load of uh, nuns in latex carrying machine guns which was odd um but... <laughs> <clears throat> sounds like a saturday night to me there you go uh, yeah but if you ever wanted to play hitman that's probably the one to to go for because it's it, it's less open ended it's more straightforward so
0: i'd i'd need to have it like modded to have uh what seemed to be a glitch from the latest one put into it because I saw a clip of the latest one. There was a guy, there was you had like agent 47 on a beach mm-hmm. and he had beach wear and a briefcase. And there was a guy escaping on a jet ski, jet ski. he threw the briefcase, it homing missiled into it. Not the guy for jet ski, he drowned, and then the guy just turned around and walked off. Yeah, if I could have that, have that on every single level, that'd be brilliant. Just boomerang a briefcase to him and then wander off. Like, don't look at it as it hits him. <laughs> the cool guys don't look at boomerangs, you know. Yeah. Just walk straight to the camera.
1: Yeah, that was, I think, if I remember rightly, that was that was a um, a bug, I think, in Hitman 2. And I think they actually made it an actual weapon in Hitman 3 that you could get, like, a, a, a special one. So because it, because the community had, like, basically made f- so much fun of it and were using it, they went, oh, why not? We'll just make it a weapon. So, yeah.
0: Boomerang briefcase. Yeah. See if that was in Ken and Lynch too, you'd throw it and then it just turn to a gun and shoot someone in the face. Jesus, you know? Exactly.
1: <laughs> and blow that
0: face out. It's one of those Yes Yeah, and yeah, then blare it out as it as it transformed, you know. But it'd be one of those complete on the difficulties, it's a one use thing. And then after you just hear the explosion, you just hear a round of applause. And then it goes, instant replay, let's see that again. <laughs> You know, it does it slow mo as it senses.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to be fair, that 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 could work well. Kane and Lynch Two is a game that's really good to to be watched. I think because of the whole style over substance thing. If you really don't want to play it, which is fine if you don't, but it's a really fun game to watch people other people play. I think, especially because of the, st- the, the style of it. So yeah, if they if they if maybe if we release Kane and Lynch Two with added instant replays and stuff. So it just gives it even more like, you know, gravitas when you shoot somebody in the face. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Let's do that. Or sort of like rewind function
0: for like the re-release of Duke Nukem 3D, you know, where you just rewind a bit and then play it and then rewind a bit and then
1: play it. So what you're saying is so you can watch people, you can watch yourself shoot somebody in the face over and over again.
0: Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. Or you have it where it's no longer multiplayer, but the second pad rewinds it, so you've got to do certain bits again, and it's down to the person sat next to you for them to go, oh, that was really difficult. Was it really? Rewind 20 seconds. Have fun. Yeah. yeah. That would lead to so many black eyes, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's very true. <laughs> pad in the face. Yeah, he, uh, he's just got a PS3 pad stuck in his chin. <laughs> you know, that's just me. I'm getting flashbacks. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> I've got a distinct feeling I know what the answer to this question is going to be, Mm. but I'll ask it anyway. Do you think it was a game changer?
1: (sighs) No. (laughs) It was was not. It was not a game changer. It, It did everything that other games had already done and didn't do them even, in some cases, didn't even do them half as well. I mean, the fact that it had no grenades um you know the fact that it, it, it which is fine to a degree it's like you know i don't mind like you don't have to throw grenades at everything i one thing i do, one thing i do and i'm well known for this and steve will tell you as well in first person shooter games i throw grenades as soon as i have them so as soon as i pick up a grenade i'm like ah just throw them out just to get them out there um like in Halo I'll do that I'll do it in Fortnite I'll do it all, all first person shooters I will like throw grenades as soon as I get them. Um so but maybe it was a good thing that they weren't grenades in Kane and Lynch 2. It made me think it made me think outside of the grenades so you know. It's a good thing. But yeah, I, I, it's not a game changer. It gave you the fascination of blowing people's heads off even more. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of grenades, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. It's a story. Um, I was playing with a friend of mine, a friend of the show. We were calling G Hashtag Don't Call Me Audrey. Don't ask. And um, he dragged me on to playing Payday 2. And I started playing it, and I got the, the first round of DLC was like a cowboy pack. Mm-hmm. So you got like a pistol that fired shotgun rounds. You got some other stuff. And instead of grenades, you got sticks of dynamite. And there's a, there's a specific level where you're in this shack, and you're meant to be making drugs. So you've got to go all over the place, get the mixture right, and make drugs, mm-hmm. and then leave with them, instead of, like, robbing banks and stuff. So instantly, because G needed the achievement, we set fire to the hut, Um, did the mixture wrong, we just set fire to things, and you have to survive after that, because mm-hmm. you get assaulted. So, naturally, he's played the game to death, so he's on the hardest difficulty, Death Wish. Right. right? <laughs> I've got my character set up with no armor, but my dodge chance is through the roof. So chances are I'm not going to get hit. So I'm running around helping people, right? I'm at the top of the stairs. I'm just getting into first-person games on the PC. And someone said, throw your grenades. And I went, oh, which one's grenades? Oh, it's four. So I was at the top of the stairs and I threw them. Not realizing there was a guy hiding just out of sight to my left at the bottom of the stairs. And I thought, the grenade what, what, bug him. It's a couple of sticks of dynamite stuck together. So I throw it. It explodes. It takes out him, everyone on the first floor, everyone on the second floor, everyone outside, and everyone in that state. It takes <laughs> us all out. <laughs> so we're crawling. A friend of mine who's got a slither of health left starts picking people up. And all I got through the headset was, what the fuck was that? And I said, yeah, that's me. Throwing a stick of dynamite, and then it was a, a beat of silence, and someone said, "Do it again." <laughs> <laughs> so I had four of them, and at random points, I just throw this dynamite. Oh no, not again! <laughs> one of them left. Who's raising Who cares? It was funny. <laughs> so after that, just after that, I think it was the game. After that, we'll playing another one, and we we're trying to rescue someone from a building, from an FBI building. And at the insistence of G, he just said, drop a stick of dynamite. What? Hmm. Drop a stick of dynamite. So I dropped one and I went, I'm sorry, guys. What? Boom. And then it just made everything 10 tons harder. God. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. But I didn't know what I was doing. I was dragged in. I was a very low level. And I just thought, I'm just going to screw one over. Just drop yeah. a stick of dynamite. Why not?
1: <laughs> You're making me think of um, Left 4 Dead now. I remember playing Left 4 Dead with, with friends. And uh, you can get a lot of Molotov cocktails in that. And again, it's similar to grenade, right? So, uh, but I would, I would, anytime I got a Molotov, uh, Molotov cocktail, I would throw it. So I would be throwing them around and once, I think, I can't, I think we're in, we're underground or something like in a, in a subway and I threw a Molotov cocktail and happened to throw it right next to a witch uh, which you're not supposed to trigger because like they're really hard and nope. <laughs> threw it right next to the witch and I went, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like I supposed, we are supposed to be stealthily creeping through. I was like, ooh, Molotov cocktail, <laughs> just threw it. I was like, oh, fuck. So we ended up getting chased by the witch, and it, I think it killed, like, two of us, and, like, the other two had to come and revive it. It was, it was mad. So, yeah, I can completely, completely relate to your story.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, all I'm getting from this is, if I play any multiplayer games with you online, and I just say, ooh, grenade, I'm supposed to dive. <laughs> yeah. Away from you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Either that, or if it's not a Molotov, just go right next to you, because I know the grenade's not going to be right at your feet. True. Unless you troll
1: me, you just throw it at my feet and run away. Yeah, or I misjudge the throw and it bounces back or something, you know. Which, if I'm I'm just throwing them randomly, sometimes does happen. (laughs) I've killed myself with grenades before. So, in the game, not in real life. If
0: you're you're playing with Andrew on a game online, and you hear, ooh, grenade, run. Yeah. That is, that is um, the thing to take That's away. a lesson I've learned. <laughs> yeah. it's so, a life lesson I've learned from this, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, next question. Is Cain and Lynch 2 Dog Days or Neon Dog Days or Neon Dog Day, whatever the hell it's called, is it a product of its time?
1: Very much so. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it is part of that. Um, those massive amounts of third-person shooters that came out around that time and so yeah it is and and in more ways than one because not only is it very similar gameplay wise but it's a product of its time as in it tried to do something slightly different so it looked different from the rest like with like i said before because everything else is a bit gray and brown um it tried mm. to be different to stand out by using a different aesthetic uh, which is great and so that's a product of its time by virtue of the fact that it was it knew exactly what was going on around it and it tried something different it's just a shame it didn't do a little bit more it didn't go a little bit further and tried a little bit more in the gameplay itself um but yeah mm. it's, it's absolutely a product of its time and i think if you were to play it now um it would still play well but i mean gameplay has moved on right you know we've 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 found different things that work better for a lot of things like shooters and uh it's absolutely gonna play like a game from 12 years ago at this point so uh in fact probably it might even feel like it's a little bit older than that uh so yeah it's it's a product of its time which i don't think is a bad thing in this case i don't think it's a terrible thing it's a reminder of uh the, the the good old bad days of third person shooters i don't know some of them were good, so I, I think it's 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 a good version of the kind of shooters that we got back then. I think so. Yeah, mm.
0: it's a clear example of I reckon there wasn't grenades in that game because they knew what your you were like were grenades. Andrew throws them, we're not going to put them in. Probably we'll just concentrate on shooting people's faces. And I've got the distinct feeling that in the production meeting they've gone. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to use the palette everyone else, but this one's a different. One you've got like two psychopaths popping pills and stuff, and someone out of the back. Nobody realized, dragged in the neon color palette and just put it under the jacket. <laughs> and then when the boss went, the sort of went, Is he gone? Yeah, we're going to use these as well. These neon lights, let's put these in the first <laughs> few levels. We can only get away with the first few levels, but let's use them and not tell him. <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah. And then one person goes, we'll, we'll, we'll put these games on a shelf knowing that someone's going to shoot them or try to get a headshot on a game. Mm-hmm. You know, that should have been an achievement. Shoot all the previous games on the shelf. Yeah. yeah just, the hell we hit man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, very true. <laughs> but it's it's um it's interesting as well cuz like going back to what you were saying right at the very start of the podcast when you are kind of explaining the the concept behind the cupboard of shame and stuff. And it's like you're saying like it's like maybe a game that you wouldn't ordinarily play, but it's a guilty pleasure. And um, you know, I I have played shooters before. Like I've never, you know, it's not like the shooter genre and third person shooters are something that I've never played. I've just never played them very well um as you'd imagine by somebody who just throws grenades at everything i'm very bad my, my my aim isn't fantastic even in a game where i could make it better by like practicing you know i'm, I'm just very bad. i I started off like doing stuff like uh, do you remember planet side on the pc back in the day um mm. and in that which is the first but it's like a massively multiplayer first person shooter, right i was so bad at aiming that i spent the majority of my time um ferrying people back and forward in the drop ships. That was my job. I wasn't actually going and shooting people because if I did, I'd get killed very quickly. So I was just literally just u- using the drop ships to, sh- to drop other people who could shoot people into the enemy base. <laughs> and then, you know, I'd play games after that but my, my forte has always been... Not shooting people, whereas with Kane, with with Kane, or or throwing grenades at them, but with Kane because you know grenades bigger bigger like thing of damage, radius of damage, right? So there's more more chance that I'm going to hit them. Um, guns very small range of damage because they're tiny little things. Um, so, but Kane and Lynch was one of the first games that I actually felt like I was pretty good at shooting things, mm. and I did pretty well in it. I was I was really enjoying it. You know, I was shooting loads of people in the face. So I, you know, it's I. I
0: I think it's because you didn't have a choice, really. It sounds like you were allergic to grenades.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have to get, have to get rid of them, otherwise I will uh, I will explode myself. To be fair, that's actually quite true, If especially if I pulled the pin. I really would have to get rid of it, otherwise I would explode. <laughs> I think at that point everyone would be allergic to
0: grenades, to be honest. Where's the pin?
1: Ah! This is, so we need to get this entered into the medical journal, the allergy to grenades. It's like, once you've pulled the pin, everybody is allergic to now grenades. To we need some yeah, kind everyone. of medication for this. Like we, need to, we need to find a, a solution.
0: <laughs> we need it as a poster up on a hospital ward. <laughs> if you find yourself in a position where you've pulled the pin out of a grenade, throw it as far and as hard away from you as possible because not only will allergic reactions produce themselves, but you won't be alive. So pre- so to prevent death and skin irritation, <laughs> throw grenades with a pulled. <laughs> as quickly as possible.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: In some people, it might include boils on the fingers, skin irritation, broken fingers. Yeah. You know, in the most extreme situations, you might drop it and blow your big toe off. One of the two, you know. We need clear-cut medical guidelines, Exactly, what we need, I think.
1: That's all we're asking.
0: <laughs> yeah. If I was any good at Photoshop, I'd get a picture of a hospital ward, some sort of, like, wash-your-hands type thing, and just put, like, you know, a, a possible allergy to grenade use, m- mishandling of grenade usage. You know, uh, I'd do that, but I'm not good at If somebody's
1: listening to this and is good at Photoshop, they really need to do that and send it in. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. Definitely got to do that.
0: Most important questions coming up, but Mm -hmm. there's a bit of a setup for this, so bear with me. Okay. So, in front of you, you see the cupboard of shame. Now, in a previous episode, someone rumbled me and figured out what The Cupboard of Shame is made out of, and it's Cyberpunk 2077. Don't think too hard on it, but that's what The Cupboard of Shame is made out of. Sure, right. Okay. They rumbled me. I don't know how, they just figured it out. In The Cupboard, there are three sections. Section on the left, there is a blue-greenish portal to the side of it. That's in the section of The Cupboard of Shame. Now, if you throw the game in there, it'll go into the portal. The game will be deleted from existence. But the only caveat being you knew the game existed so you can say thank fuck that game's been deleted from existence at least you didn't have to play this game cool. you mention it they'll go what game so that's on the left in the center it's a bit dusty you can see like the wire frame it's not really been taken care of too much it's where things go to be forgotten so this is where you chuck it in you don't bother with it again people still know it exists and it still happened, it was released, but you just can't be arsed with it, you throw it in. On the right-hand side, there are a nice couple of shelves, it's lined with velvet. It's either blue or purple, I'm not a big fan of blue purple, so says blue and red, right? Some cushions and what have you, there's a few gims in there already from other various people. The, the the shelves are there and they're nicely packed and stuff. There's bubble wrap if you want it. Mm-hmm. You can put it in there and that's a section of the cupboard when you open it that you can just go back to every so often hmm. and grab the game out as a guilty pleasure. at at your convenience whenever you fancy Mm -hmm. so you know there's those those are the three clear cut sections my question is if you were to which i'm asking you to to boot drop kick and or yeet the game into this cupboard which section would you boot drop kick and or yeet it into
1: Mm -hmm. i mean it's fairly clear that i i quite like the game from how i've been talking about it right um. So, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go through each option just to kind of mull it over because I think it deserves a mulling. Mm. Um. So, uh, if I could remember that it existed, but nobody else could, but also I, but also couldn't play it because it no longer exists. That would be weird. Like if I could mm. make everybody else forget about it, but only I could remember it and play it, then it'd be like some kind of weird little secret that I had. <laughs> like no, nobody else can see or know about. Well, the, the thing is. You
0: you delete it from existence. Yeah. But with the idea being as, well, at least you haven't played this what game. Well, I remember how bad it was. You'll thank me later if I ever explain it to you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's that's the kind of thing of you can't play it. It's been deleted. But at least you know you've rid humanity of this game that yep. was so bad.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> Scrubbed I get, it from yeah.
0: existence. That's the whole point of the poll. Yeah. Imagine a portal from uh, Rick and Morty. Yes. That's the kind of portal I'm going
1: for, okay. but. Obviously, not copyrighted. So it's a different copy. Not copyrighted. Yeah. And, and, yeah. That would be bad, actually, because the portals lead somewhere. So you'd actually, rather than. De- you'd, be, you'd be deleting it from existence for us, but you'd be inflicting it on somebody else. So there'd be a dimension somewhere. It works quite well, doesn't it? Yeah. There'd be a dimension somewhere where, some, where somebody, like, even if they didn't have video games, they'd suddenly have a copy of Kane and Lynch 2 Dog Days. <laughs> they'd be like, what the fuck is this? What's going on?
0: There's a, there's, there's a potential to have a dimension somewhere where Kane and Lynch 2 was. And still is Game of the Year. Interesting.
1: But Mm. if we sent it to that dimension, then it would just be like one of the millions upon millions of copies of that game that already exists, so it wouldn't matter anymore. Um, (laughs) Just somebody sees a copy, like it comes out of a portal from the sky and lands on the road, and somebody sees it on the road and goes, oh, another copy of Kane and Lynch 2. I'll take it home and put it on the shelf along with the others um nobody bats an island but a, a copies arrived uh from portal um yeah i can't you're I can't... thinking way too much about this now yeah <laughs> <laughs> me too you're deep dive in the mechanics of my cyberpunk cupboard of shame <laughs> how dare you see i, I feel like there should be like a fourth thing which should be a portal uh which should be a way to erase everybody else's memory of it and every other copy apart from yours so that you remember it exists and you can play it, but nobody else ever remembers it exists and there are no other copies in existence. So it's almost like you can play it secretly and nobody else knows that you're playing it. But that would be for like some kind of weird, like creepy game, I guess. That you don't want everybody to know that you're playing.
0: Surely I'm pretty sure that exists, but it's one of the seven levels of hell. Okay. It must be. Yeah,
1: probably. Yeah, that's I do, why I don't
0: introduce it. I think no. that'd be like a really, really bad version of it. Yeah, you know, where you just flick, flick it underneath, and there's become, a
1: portal that just shuns it away, and you get dragged into it. You know, you'd somewhere. become like Gollum if that was the case. wouldn't it be like you're precious because you're the only one who knows it exists. So you'd be going on it all the time. It's like this thing that only you know how how good it is. Uh, so yeah, you just you would literally. literally and too.
0: Hmm. You want to be, you want to be Kane and Lynch too, as precious. You want to turn to Gollum over that game, really? No,
1: no, I don't know. So even though I've suggested no, this as a possibility, so. no, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> um, so I've just kind of poo pooed my own idea there. Um, so the the second actual thing that's in the cupboard <laughs> of shame uh, was the so it, it, not existing for everybody. Well, it not existing but everybody knew that it did exist right so it just deletes from existence but it did exist at one point and everybody remembers that it did exist but it no longer that's is that's available.
0: that's the portal the middle section is where you just chuck it and you just don't want to bother with it every right day. okay okay A bit dusty you know
1: so it still exists other people yeah, can play the if they bit. so wish but i will not and it will it'll just stay there for however yeah. long okay hmm hmm I mean that's 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 an option, but like because <laughs> to be fair, I haven't played it for a really long time, so it's it's obviously not a game that I come back to on a regular basis. However, having looked into it a bit more again for this, I then, as I said, did buy a copy of it on PC for 146 Forty um, Six because I remember how how I enjoyed it. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with the third option, which is to pop it onto the velvet lined shelves and occasionally come back to it uh, just to to have a a go as a guilty pleasure, because I think that's where I am at the moment. It is absolutely a guilty pleasure, and I am excited to go back to it, but it's not... You know, like, you sometimes have those games that you'll come back to every year or every other year that you really, really enjoy, and you just want to play because you remember how much you enjoyed them. This is not that. This is a game that maybe every 10 to (coughs) 20 years you'll go back and go, oh, I remember that, that was all right, and you'll play it for a couple of hours and then put it away again. So it's one of those, I think. (laughs)
0: It's one of those if someone was really evil to you, if you broke your leg, you just got out of hospital, you couldn't move. Oh, I've got you a game for you to play. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yes, Ken and Lynch too. Why? Why? <laughs> really want to talk to you. Yeah, play this. Have you got any more? No, you really want me to play this. Really? <laughs> well, that's what well, I, I do to the people. To shoot people in the face. Yeah. The the recovering from hospital. You don't take fruit, you don't take grapes. Here's Ken and Lynch too.
1: I'm gonna do that now. Go invite him around again. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go onto eBay and I'm gonna find uh, a job lot of Kane and Lynch 2 on both PS3 and Xbox 360. You know, like the old boxes that you get delivered to the game stores with, with a bunch of the games. And I'm going to get one for each console and every time somebody gets in a situation where they have to stay at home for a long period of time, I'm going to magically appear with one copy and give it to them and then somehow clear their house of any other kinds of forms of media entertainment.
0: <laughs> okay, so three things. One, that should be a TV show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Two, I'm never, ever telling you when I'm sick. Okay. Fair. (laughs) And third, third, when you get this job lot, I need pictures or it didn't happen. And if you do do this, I put the pictures in the show notes.
1: (laughs) See, this, this also relies on me being able to get to people who are sick. So I need to find a way to quickly get to people while they're sick and then also take away all other forms of media that they have. So I also need to develop some kind of like... I don't know, I I need to get like a van or something, I guess, so I can clear people's houses <laughs> when they're sick and just leave them with either an Xbox 360 or a PS3 and a copy of Kane and Lynch.
0: You turn up at their house, right, and you put a notice on their door, and it's, fumigation cannot come in for 72 hours. Uh-huh. While they're sod off for 72 hours, that's when you go in, rip the place out of all media apart from Kane and Lynch 2 and a console to play on. That's how you do it.
1: Yeah. I can't to... believe
0: I'm enabling you, but why the hell not?
1: So also, just to, just to take this a whole nother level deeper, um, the internet is a thing. <laughs> so I wouldn't... And if I left them with a ps or an Xbox 360 and a TV, there'd be some way for them to get Netflix. So what I'd have to do as well is rip out any way of them getting onto the internet. But before I did that, I'd have to update Kane and Lynch 2 to make sure it was the latest patch version and then remove their internet connection. So this whole thing like, is a, like a real ordeal. For me, I'm going to have to take days off work whenever somebody I know is sick just to do this then do I put it all back for them at the oh, end but it'd be worth it wouldn't it yeah.
0: <laughs> this, this is where you go to somewhere like Dragon's Den and you say I want to do this as a TV show <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like ch- it's like changing rooms but instead of making a nice room I'm just ripping everything out they have and leaving them with Kane and Lynch too.
0: <laughs> yeah you just call it torture rooms that'd yeah. be the name of the show <laughs> it it'd be blue lights for like PS3 and green lights for 360. <laughs> oh god! And just to add insult to injury, you'd either have to, if it was 360, you got to get them to buy their own batteries for the pad, and PS3 they have to charge the pad themselves. <laughs>
1: it's true. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and what you do is if you need to if you need to update the the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What you do is you would plug it directly into the router, get it updated, and then you turn the router off and just drill into it with an electric drill
1: so it wouldn't work anymore. The alternative, I guess, is that I have two USB thumb drives with the patch already on it, so I can just plug them in and, and just patch it via USB and then get rid of the internet anyway. Um But then, of course, the alternative is that they just never turn on the Xbox 360 or the PS3, so I'm giving the option to do nothing while they're sick or play Kane and Lynch 2. So if I really wanted to be bad, I could clockwork orange it and uh, kind of super glue the pad to their hand and put matchsticks under their eyes so their eyes are always open. Uh, Just, you know, thinking out loud uh, other things to do.
0: When they come home, they go through their front door, you lock it from the outside so they don't have the keys. Yeah. They go to sit down, and on the TV, it comes up with uh, what's-his-face from Saw. Do you want to play a
1: game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, okay. Well, this is this is turned into a horror movie. <laughs> We're brainstorming, torturing someone. We are, we really oh. are. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and Katie Lynch 2 isn't even that bad. It's a fun enough game. <laughs> It's okay. It's not like we're putting them in front of, like, Pantsu Hunter or something for, like, the entire time they're ill.
0: I mean, if you really didn't like the person, you can sit them down with a copy of Driver 3.
1: True. Or... alternative, That is bad. is, is pretty bad. Or the, the tutorial level from the original Driver that takes everybody forever to actually complete in the underground parking lot where you have to, like, do... You have to t- check everything off the checklist before you can even <laughs> move on. But only give them that, and then when he do, they do it all, rather than send them out into the game again, it just sends them back to the beginning of the tutorial. <laughs>
0: just to be super yeah, cruel. But this time we'll
1: give you an actual steering
0: wheel <laughs> instead of a pad <laughs> with a blindfold. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this
1: sending to? I don't know. And they'll, and they'll be sick. They'll be sick and have to do this. This is really mean.
0: What we're doing is we're brainstorming ideas for Fear Factor. That's what we're doing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gaming version of Fear Factor. This is is ways we can go to companies and we can say that we can reduce staff sickness levels by suggesting that if anybody's ever sick, this is what we do. So nobody will ever go off sick again.
0: (laughs) If If you're sick, you're still coming to work. We've got a room set up for you. Don't worry. Lock the door. You've got your challenge. Get on with it. And after about an hour, you're just here screaming, are you still sick? No? Right, get back to work.
1: <laughs> uh, the Americans had lapped that up. They don't like people going off sick or taking a holiday at all. So it'll we'll be be great. <laughs> we'll be in the money. Well, Dragon's Den. See Dragon's Den again. We can go to Dragon's Den with this or Shark Tank in the US. We'll sell, we'll sell this scheme in no time. It'll be fine. Make millions.
0: Yeah, this time next year, we'll be rolling in it. <laughs> You get the copies of *Cain and Lynch* too. I'll get the application for *Dragons Den*. That's what we'll do.
1: <laughs> well, can you can you also pick up some super glue and matchsticks on your way? That'd be great.
0: <laughs> I mean, the most I've got is a prick stick and some disposable chopsticks. <laughs> That'll do. Oh that's God. a starter pack.
1: Disposable. If you if you put the whole chopstick, like that's just like their eye the size of their face, then. And prickstick stick won't really do much, so. It doesn't do much anyway. <laughs> Trying to use somebody's hands to control it. I'll get some cocktail sticks. That'd be easier.
0: We'll just get some cocktails. That, yeah, that that's fine. It's uh it's that's the starter pack. That and some neon glasses, you know. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: the hell did that just Good Lord? Oh,
0: what did that just turn into?
1: I really don't know, but I but I like it <laughs> in, in, in weird I've do you know what? Steve was right. I've come onto this show and I've become a sadist. <laughs> just And it's only you here. I can't blame anybody else. My goodness. Now, in my defense, you brought the game in. I did, yeah. All right, so you started me off. Yeah, okay. Maybe we'll both say this. Maybe we've just, like, bounced off each other. <laughs> we
0: just enable us.
1: Yeah. We enable each other. That's the worst bit. Yeah. This is how serial killer partners start, you know? This is the serial killer partnerships. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah essentially.
0: We'll, we'll we'll take this show on the road, there'll be a Netflix adaptation. Yeah. You know, s- some specials. See, we'll kill podcasts are get really some... popular. <laughs> we'll yeah, we'll 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 get s- We'll get some posters and sell them as nfts just for the giggles you know we can uh, get merchandising done there'll be book deals it'll be everything Here you go you like making books don't you so why not it'll be book deals exactly <laughs>
1: there you go yeah so uh it's all good. you want <laughs> the last side i'll do everything else <laughs> oh. it's like bonnie and clyde except it would just be Squidge and andrew right it doesn't doesn't have the same ring to it but <laughs> i'll wear a beret you can take yeah, the top gun you, no, it's not Squidge and Andrew.
0: It's Andrew and Squidge. You just turn that round. That's marketing. Ah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Works better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you have the beret, and I just wear a neon jumpsuit. Yes, with my blue hair.
1: Yeah, very. Yeah, that's good. I'll have a neon beret. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and neon beret. I've got one pocket that's got cocktail sticks and another pocket that's got super glue
1: and I've I have a trench coat and in each pocket one pocket has a ps3 copy of can Lynch 2 and the other pocket has an xbox 360 copy <laughs> <laughs> and you've got a third pocket with a USB stick with the with the updates here we go and under my beret there's download codes for the steam version <laughs> Oh. What have I done? What have I done? You create the monster is what you've done.
0: I mean, the whole thing is a to of shame, is a monster of my own creation anyway. I've just made it worse. You have. I keep I've got to dig up at some point, and I really. Uh
1: Oh, dearie, dearie me.
0: And I made it in this and I'm keeping it all in.
1: <laughs> yeah. It needs to be in. Not cutting a damn thing. No, don't. It's all staying in people need to know how sick and twisted we are <laughs> we're not sick and twisted it's kind
0: of lynch that's forced us to that's, it. that's what it is yeah.
1: they're the second twist yeah
0: one. The, the, the game yeah the, it's square enix it's their fault yeah it's not ours
1: let's sue square enix <laughs> For this horrible
0: thing. yeah <laughs> if anything goes wrong it's square enix that's who you contact mm-hmm. get in touch with them we're just giving ideas it's their game It's their monsters are created. They enabled us. That's the problem.
1: It's very true. Maybe I should be throwing this into the portal, to be honest, if this is what's happened. (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) You can't go back now. No, I can't. I can't go back.
0: It It also means if you did throw it into the portal, our business plans would be up and ruined. Damn it. it. Yeah, it's true
1: i really want deborah meaden to say yes i want her to to come on board i need deborah meaden backing me we'll need to have like an like an eco-friendly thing to it because she likes eco-friendly like ideas so maybe the maybe the cocktail sticks are made from like recycled materials or something but we will do it we'll definitely do it it'll be fine be good biodegradable recycled materials (laughs) everything should be vegan friendly it's all good
0: the main ingredient in the super glue is cornstarch. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll set up a demonstration room so she can listen to the screams. What am I doing? What am I saying? This is you, I'm blaming you. That's fine. Don't mind. That's fine.
1: Oh. Oh, this is definitely not safe for work this episode. No, and I've not even said the C word yet. <laughs> If you do, it'll get beeped. <laughs> I don't know what people have
0: got against conflict, but whatever. I mean, well, exactly, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I've, I best wrap this up before we start making plans to, I don't know, take over entertainment businesses. Oh, oh before we get down to the proper blueprint of the idea, I think I'll scrap. I'll uh, scrap this. No, I'll end this because we don't want everyone stealing the
1: idea. I think. Uh, <laughs> The, the, the smart thing to do is just put this podcast out in a few months' time. by which time we've already gone on Dragons Den and it's all it's all sorted. We're good.
0: <coughs> stop enabling the pair of us. Sorry,
1: sorry. I will stop. So I'll, I'll let you finish. Like... I'll let you wrap up. Sorry. Go on. Go, go for
0: it. Then we'll have we'll have a seven hour meeting. Yes. Fleshing it all out. Good, good plan. Because <laughs> why not? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get some food in, we'll just flesh it all out. We'll write it down. I'll, I'll stop. Right. So uh, that's for later on. The, the listeners don't need to hear that. Our business plans for the future. So <laughs> so before I end it and do all the social stuff, which Jay's better at this than I am, um, tell us again where we can find you. I'm, I'm not going to sit there and you know grab you by the coral and say, where can we find you? Like online presence. I'm not talking about real
1: life. No, I don't want people to find me in real life. I, no neither do i not after what i've just said as well like this is not gonna no. bode well there's
0: a the reason why i say i live in Cakeland. i don't want people fighting me no no <laughs> i uh
1: yeah I, uh, I i live in uh i live in uh in bora bora and uh, <laughs> um so you, it's you a satellite can... link that's how we've got this Yeah, exactly. satellite link. Yeah, yeah. i just live in a very british looking house in bora bora
0: you're a witness protection. You just don't want to say. Blink twice for yes. <laughs> there we go. See
1: <laughs> that'll go well in an audio podcast, won't it? Yeah, it will. <laughs> Good thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to blink loads now, and nobody'll ever know. <laughs> Lots of blinking. Uh, again, why we need the cocktail sticks to stop people from blinking and missing a moment of Caine Lynch? Too, you can find me. <laughs> can find me at oddment84 stop. on twitter stop giving it all away would you <laughs> oh dear um good lord <laughs> yes if, if i'm not shooting people in the face uh you can find me at oddment84 <laughs> on twitter um you can also find me at dreamcast years where you can find the episode that uh that both uh squidge and jamie did with us at dreamcast years which is great And uh, you can also find me a lot now because I work there full time. You can find me at Lost in Cult, where we do lots of awesome uh, gaming journals and other projects soon to be announced and revealed. I think we've just announced that we're doing a project with Retro Dodo um, about handheld consoles. So more information on that soon. But yeah, lots of very exciting things happening.
0: Mm, Okay. Well, if we're not plotting... Some sort of domination over one entertainment market. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to say thank you for joining me. Um, every time we end up speaking, we end up plotting something. Yes, I don't know what it says about the pair of us. Um, either that, or influencing other people to plot to do something, some sort of evil scheme. That's what we're like.
1: Yeah. Um. God, know, been a d- quite a lot. A couple actually. of things to
0: take from this.
1: Yeah. I've I've made Jamie mm. buy a mini displayer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. W- w- weren't we going to do some kind of glue? podcast at one point i feel like that hasn't come to fruition yeah, f- f- because because yet
0: i i i was i was that alchemist when i i that's was a, a glue alchemist that's it yeah, yeah head alchemist
1: yeah well we need we need that kind of thinking now because we need the glue f- to stick people's hands to controllers so you need to get on that like super <laughs> sharp you need to go and learn about glue and then we'll make a podcast about it and it's like yeah I, i'm I- <laughs> I'm not too sure about it being vegan friendly, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> no, not the horses. It no. might be vegetarian
0: only. Yeah, it might just be vegetarian only. I don't know about vegan. I'll I'll try my best.
1: I'm 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 worried what you'd be using for the glue now if it was vegetarian friendly but not vegan. <laughs> don't think about it. <laughs> what animal byproducts would you be? Saying? Don't think no, about okay, it. I'll stop. I'll stop. Sorry. Don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> just don't think about it.
0: Uh. I'm not a psychopath, honest. I'm I'm just led astray by people like Andrew.
1: <laughs> I bring out the worst. I bring out the worst in people. Yeah. Which... <laughs>
0: <laughs> just bad influences. I'm a nice person normally. Honestly. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> just don't mention Kane and Lynch too. No. <laughs> Set us off. Right. Uh. <laughs> Right, okay, I best end this before we hatch any more evil plan. Mm. Um so, Andrew, thank you for being on the pod, the demon of my own creation, covered of shame. I'm I'm kind of weirded out, no one's deleted anything from history yet. Mm. Or just chucked it in. It's always been guilty pleasures. I'm gonna have to try and convince someone to yeet it into a portal. I don't know who yet, but I've gotta try. Um something, something's gotta go in there.
1: Yeah. Well we've got we've got a great plan. Just just glue somebody's hands to a controller. And stick <clears throat> things in their eyes and they'd be fine. they'll eventually they'll just hate it so much that they'll have to yeet in. It it's fine. <laughs> see the plan can work for all sorts of it doesn't just have to be Caden Lynch too. Peter Jones is gonna say yes to this idea, I can see it already. Tuca Sutton's gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's where I'll end this episode eventually. (laughs) You're never going to invite me back on now, because I'm just going to bring this back up every time. No, I am. That's the thing. I (laughs) I just want more obscure games from you, so we could plot more more evil schemes. Okay. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so think of think of a few more, and we'll do a few more.
1: Yeah, you, you don't even need the glue or the cocktail sticks. If you put somebody in front of Pantsu Hunter, they will absolutely just eat it straight into the portal. So you know, if you want to avoid, uh, if you want to avoid those things, then just put Pantsu Hunter in front of them, and that that will that'll be enough. Just show them the box, and they'll freak out. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Right, okay, for the fourth time running. Andrew, thank you for joining me on Cover to Shame. I didn't realise I was so much of a psychopath until I talked to you again. Um, so thanks for that. Um, I'm just going to embrace it. I might as well. Good.
1: Yeah, why not? I'm not going to
0: fight it no more. I'm a psychopath. I'm, I'm I'm a psychopath and I'm proud. Come at me, bro. You know, so... <laughs> I'm going to regret saying that. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> th- thanks for listening in. Thanks for wasting over an hour of... Your time listening to our evil schemes um, and the cupboard of shame, obviously. Um, I'm not as good as Jamie uh, Jay with this, so socials and stuff, search for awful entailers from Facebook or on Twitter, DMs are open, there's always some way to find us and if you want to yell at me for for being led astray or wondering how the evil scheme's going, let me know on Twitter, I will let you know. I'll keep everyone updated, because why not? That uh, <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not again. No. It's too, too much hassle. It's more hassle writing a blog than it is editing audio.
1: And it's that's just updates it. on the evil plan, that's all. You know, you could just say bought cocktail sticks today. Like, you know, just really simple stuff. Let's keep people updated.
0: Try different types of glue. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of that. A little note underwoods, un- underneath. I think I'll go with this glue. I can't separate my thumbs. Uh... We'll keep you updated. Just one massive double thumb typing on a phone, yeah. getting the letters. Andrew we'll only how with... to
1: drive today, so he can drive the van. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> wow, that sounds fucking evil. <laughs> you know, to empty their apartments and houses that of all the things, really... of the entertainment things. You know, have you forgotten the plan already? My goodness.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep it under wraps. Empty in apartments. How else do we fund this? Anyway, uh, let's end this before I end up coming up with any more evil schemes being led astray by Andrew. A very, very, very psychotic man. Mind you, I am as well. So the hell with it. So, with it... <laughs> 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 Hope you've enjoyed listening to the cupboard of shame. Hope you don't think too badly of us. Um,
1: Please do ring the So, <laughs> <laughs> I'll-
0: no, no, no. It's, it's all in jest. It's all in jest. Watch out for... Uh, Watch out for dragons. Then uh, <laughs> we'll we'll be under pseudonyms. I'll be called Jerry. <laughs> I'll be I'll be wearing some sort of mask.
1: I'll be Andre. and Andrew. Will
0: just be Andrew because no one knows what it looks like anyway.
1: I could I could be Andre. I'm going to put on a, like a, a Spanish accent. I can do accents really well. <laughs> I say sarcastically. <laughs> I have to take accents back to the shop I bought them from because I'm crap at everyone. I'm one terrible. Of them. I'll just put. I'll just put. Like I was going to say, I'm going to. I'm so used. I'm so not used to having facial hair. I was about to say I'll put a mustache on. And put on a Spanish. I have a mustache. Why? Am I
0: Put a second mustache
1: on just in the middle of your forehead. No or, one will expect or it. Or slightly wonky on top of my current mustache, but so you can blatantly see the other one yeah. underneath it. Yeah, that that way
0: you, you, they know you're incognito and you don't want to be followed.
1: Exactly. See? Yeah. It all works. I've got my beret, you know, with the coat underneath. It's gonna I'm gonna look great.
0: Yeah, and you, and your packamac. Your flashing pack-a-mac.
1: <laughs> I will be wearing clothes underneath that. I'm not a flasher, I promise you. I'm just somebody <laughs> I'm just somebody who takes copies of Kane and Lynch around to people's houses and forces them to play them while they're sick, while depriving them of every other entertainment form they possibly have. But I don't flash. I never so. said you I never said you'd flash. You went down that road. I just want to make it clear that I though I might be doing something heinous and horrible, I don't flash people. I don't go that far. That's a step too far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you do realise that anyone listens to this, they're gonna be scared for life. As soon as someone mentions Ken and Lynch, they're gonna run the other way. Don't you?
1: <laughs> Maybe that was all part of my plan. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: Well anyway, I'll end this before we end up start starting making more diabolical plans. I've said that four times now. I'm gonna try this time. I'm actually gonna try. So so you've you've wasted an hour and son whatever of your time listening to this episode. Um I've already said social, so scrap that. Um so I hope you've enjoyed it. If not, I hope you're not too scared about the possibility of Cain and Lynch, because it still exists. It's a guilty pleasure mind you other people it's going to be a torment so um that just <laughs> that just leaves me to say thank you andrew ever so much for re- um really revealing to everyone how much of an absolute psychopath mm-hmm. i am um it saves me a job in the long run
1: it's true so
0: yeah. thanks for joining me on this
1: you're welcome please go buy a copy of Caden lynch 2 before i have to bring one to you <laughs> <laughs> you've been warned you've been warned
0: Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by GH. See the show notes for more details.